Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, it is the day where racing purists just dribble. They absolutely dribble with excitement. It is Melbourne Cup Day, and can you believe it, Shep? The first race is at 7.45 Perth time and the Melbourne Cup, of course, the Lexus Melbourne Cup goes in, oh, what time does it go? It goes at midday, our time today. Looking forward to it? Oh, I can't wait, Goss. <laughs> I can't wait. This is one of the days of the year that I'll get up in the morning. I've got that nervous energy and there's no better person to jump on air to speak to than Miles Fitzner, yeah. who's the... Who is the self-proclaimed best tipster <laughs> in Australia? And mind you, mind you, I tell you, is I reckon he is he's well. He's very close to it. He is from SEN Track. He's been out at Flemington all day. He's probably still at Flemington. It's cold. It's going to be raining later in the day. Milo, good to have you on, Magic Man. Thanks for joining us. Because Shep, yeah, not it's not self-proclaimed, Shep. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> Result, results speak for himself. Oh, very true. <laughs> yeah, but in absolutely red hot form. Hey, mate, uh, it is Melbourne Cup Day. Derby Day is the best race day. Are you excited for the Cup Day? The rest of the meeting, you can please yourself, but there's winners to be there to be found. Are you excited about the Cup itself? Look, I, I, I am excited. I'm always excited about the Cup, but from a form analyst perspective and a personal perspective, it is 100% the worst day of the year for a tipster or a form analyst <laughs> because. No kidding. My phone this morning, I've got 132 text messages already. Absolutely no word of a lie. And everyone said, um, why didn't Winks win a Melbourne Cup? If you don't tip me the winner today, you're no good. And people that you've never heard from, all your aunties, cousins, kids, their friends. It's a, Honestly, it's the worst day. It's, it's the worst. Well, but we love it. We love the Cup. And funnily enough, I think I can make us money today. Whoa. I don't think we can... I don't think we can make us money in the cup, oh. unfortunately. <laughs> it's very, very tough. And I just need to mention straight off the top, we rolled in here this morning, Gareth Hall and I ran about 4.30. It was raining. Um, it was dark, obviously, freezing cold, and it's still cold now. And I walked out on the lawns trying to find a coffee. Uh, zero chance. I had to put the hubs in on the front lawns there at uh, Flemington. And I went, gee whiz, we're probably going to be on an eight. They've come back. Liam O'Keefe said we're on a soft five. I nearly fell over. But they are forecasting rain. Now, that'll be 12.30 our time. Um, so a little bit of a time adjustment for you guys. A few races before, and that could be anywhere from 5 to about 20 mils. Now, wow. if we get 20 mils, then the race turns on its head um, because it'll bring some other horses into it that are genuine wet trackers. Um, I don't think we're going to see like a Vanderham like we did it back in, I think it was 1976 or 1979, I'm sure. You'll remember that, Goz, but it's a bit before Shep and my 76. time. 76. Um, yeah, 76. Um, but it, it's, it's, I've got to essentially tell you my cup selections, uh, and then I've, I've got them with the premise that we're, we're going to be on at least a 6 or a 7. But if it gets to a 9 or a 10, I mean, pull the dartboard out and just have a throw at it. So I just think. for our listeners, the, the bigger the number, so at the moment it is a, it is a soft 5? Five? 5. Right. So the higher yep. the number the wetter the track, the heavier it is, the slower they go and the harder it is to win the race. Is that correct? 100%. And then that's where, you know, I've tried to sort of cover my bases. There's going to be sting out of it. So you still need soft trackers. Um, I've tried to cover my bases. I'm going to give you like a, a sort of top four 
I'll give you the betting strategy, and then I'll give you my sort of six or seven that I think can all run in or thereabouts. And right. that should sort of cover your bases depending on your tracks. But um, um, And then I'll hopefully after that, I'll just actually give you some winners somewhere. Beautiful. Well, my household has got five people in it, and we all get to pick two horses, and we put them all in a very small first four. And every year we've done the same thing for 10 years. Um, and we've never, I think we've most we've ever got is one horse <laughs> because we bet on names and colours and jockeys' names. So there you oh, go. Oh, wow. I know. Anyway, okay, here yeah, we go. Here what, we go. Right. So I'll, I'll kick it away. Now, from a betting perspective do, uh, and, a, and a form perspective, Doville Legend is the best form horse in this race. Now, his form around New London over there in Europe. I mean, he's walked past El Bodegon before as well, and we saw that form stack up in a Cox plate. Now, if you've got a price about Doville Legend already, if you listen to the Futures show um, that we had on SDN about two and a half or three months ago, you would have taken the Futures then, like a lot of us did. He was a great bet. But now, at $3.90 or $4, I can't tell anyone to, to bet on him with, with a conscience because shorties in the cup don't have a great record. I'm tipping him on top if we're on a good surface, but he just doesn't look a bet to me. If you are going to back Doville Legend, what you're best off doing, you're best off standing him outright and then going and picking six, seven, eight, nine horses to box them in a trifecta or a first four after them, and you'll get paid well and truly overs as long as your horses run in. That's the value play to do it if you want to back Doville Legend. Now, the horses around him that can win. There's another international here called Who You Mal that Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott paid $2 million for overseas in Europe. I mean, he's look, a little bit lightly framed, I would say. Uh, he's probably... Um, one of those horses that might be better off in next year's cup, but this isn't a really strong cup this year. I think he is over the odds where he is. I think he's about $15 at the moment. Wouldn't talk anyone out of backing him. The third of the internationals is without a fight. This horse has been specced in the market quite considerably. The male out of wherever he is at the horse is airborne. Uh, he's about 18s into 11s at the moment. They're the picks of the three internationals that on a really good surface are going to be really tough. Now, if the track even softens up a little bit or a little bit more rain, in come the locals. The best of them, which I'm tipping to come second overall, is Montefilia. This horse is airborne, fastest last 200 of the Caulfield Cup. Was actually the fastest last 200 of the entire day there at Caulfield. David Payne spread the runs out here. She will absolutely run out the 3,200. She can handle sort of the variables of track, five, six, seven, maybe not an eight, nine or a 10. But if it's around that seven range, she comes right into this, drawn perfectly, no way. She's a star. You go right down the bottom, the 24 Realm of Flowers for the Freedmans. After it won the Andrew Rams, and this horse was, um, was essentially looking like a Melbourne Cup favourite. They backed her perspective in off the map. I think she gets in nicely here at the weight. She handles the sting out of the ground. She's got to be included. And then if it gets even wetter again, you can take the Waterhouse spot runner in Knight's order. Ran well in the Sydney Cup and Caulfield Cup too. Um, we'll have to cross and do it tough, but loves it wet. So I'm going to give you four here that are going to be the top four, and then I'll give you those other selections. So I've got eight Doville Legend, four Montefilia, 12 Huyamal, and the 24 Realm of Flowers. Then after that, you can have six without a, um, without a fight. You can have the three Knights Order, and then you sort of vow and declare gold trip after that. So... From a betting perspective, Montefilia, who you now, Realm of Flowers are all double figures. They're the ways I'd probably be leaning towards if you wanted to have a bet in the cup. So, Milo, with the rain coming today, when do you expect the the trade the, the trade the track to get um, you know downgraded to 
looking like a more of a heavy heavy track. Is it, is it, is it track? Does it soak well? Does it does it keep fresh? Or as soon as the rain hits, whilst there's a race meet on, it it goes downhill quite quickly. It's a brilliant question from you, and one I'm more than prepared to answer. Now, when you race um, earlier uh, in the week, being Saturday, what happens is the, the horses actually do damage the track a little bit. Now, the rail's out two metres, but when you've already got subsoil moisture and you've got damage on the track, it doesn't take a lot of rain for the, for the track to then downgrade either one or two points. So you can go, if you get a share of rain that only has, say, three or four millimetres, you can actually go from a five to a seven within the space of one race, bang, straight through. If you go and get 15 or 20 mil, sometimes it actually comes so quickly that some of it will run off and you still only get downgraded those two, those two rungs. But if you get steady rain over an hour and a half or something like that, um, it might take one or two races for it to go, um, they'll go six or seven, then they'll go, oh, hang on, we ran one race, that's not it again, then we go to eight. So um, it just depends on how much rain but the stewards will be out there. This is one, one race day that uh, they don't want to get wrong, but it's not going to take a lot to get a downgrade at all. So that's why I'd be spreading a little bit. I'd be working on horses that need the sting out of the ground, um, and that's why it's really difficult to, to suggest to anyone, even though I'm tipping the horse on top, to go and back Doville Legend at a short quote. I just don't think it's, you know, gambling responsibly, let's say. Mm. Hey, Miles, just a quick one. How many Melbourne Cups have you physically been to? Uh, you know, I've been to one, wow. uh, Goz. And the one I came to, um, I was with a, a few guys from the, from the Demons at the time. And uh, they were all pestering me to tip them and launch them into a horse. And I, I tipped them um, into a horse. And sure enough, that was the year that Prince of Penzance won. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and you could turn around where we were standing out the front and you could have heard a pin drop. There wasn't one person in the 60-odd thousand where we were standing that backed it. Absolutely not one person. So, all right. Um, it, it's, it's, oh, we've been to every race day here so far. I'm mm. absolutely cooked. It's only Cup Day. You've still got more to come. Well, well, we started with, you know, we've done the two at Caulfield and then we've done the two at Mooney Valley and we did Geelong Cup Day and um, and then then we've gone Derby Day this, then we've got Oaks. So it's not a notoriously good punting day, really, because they they, they sort of focus on the main race and then the support races aren't the sort of quality. We're now seeing Stakes Day this Saturday is actually going to be the premier race day now in Victoria going forward. It's the new Derby Day. Good stuff. Well, SEN Track, what time are you on air with Tags and all the other battlers? Uh, the battlers. It's a really, that's a really good choice of, uh, of words there, Goss. Uh, the battlers are on, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're on um, at 11. Uh, they might even be on an hour earlier, but you can definitely chime in. Oh, no, they are. They're on at 10 o'clock because... The first year, I think, at 1040. This is how well I'm going. I know, I know. I haven't had a coffee yet. <laughs> hey, uh, a couple of things I did want to mention. Uh, there's, there's two here at Flemington I think your listeners can have a little nibble at. White Marlin in race number two, I think, is a bet. I know it's short. You can put it in your multis. And then you can go later in the day. Race nine, number one, Promise of Success is around $7. You can back Promise of Success each way. Um, you can multi all of them up into Amelia's Jewel out there at Ascot. I'm sure you're going to watch one of the best horses go around. Yes. And there's one other little one I want to mention, um, which is running at Kembla Grange. And this has got under the guard of a few people that snuck it out there on Cup Day. Uh, Kembla Grange, race eight, number one, Airman. Uh, that's going to be one of my better bets of the day as well. So 
if you can shop with White Marlin, Amelia's Jewel, Airman, and maybe even throw Satin Star in at Randwick. That's about a $14 multi. I think wow. I've sent it through to you boys there. Have a little nibble on that. You just get four best up. You take the $14 and you pull a shillelagh and you just whip one on the backside and take the $14. <laughs> ah, brilliant stuff, mate. Love mate, it. you've just broken the record for the most number of words in an interview on SENWA Breakfast. You are one of the best in the business, Magic Man, and uh, you can hear yourself on SEN track. You are one of the absolute finest recruits the SEN Network has ever had, and it's amazing how life takes a change. I, I move on into other areas and then comes a bloke called Miles Fitzner, and the world is his oyster. The world is <laughs> oh, look, his I'm, oyster. I'm having a go. I appreciate the kind words, but I do. If I was going to be moving anywhere and you guys want me to come over there and just paddle up with you and Blahos, I'm more than happy to. Blahos, get some mention. We've got another yeah, guy I'm called Gilchrist and with, Cummings and yeah, Shepard Mardo, and Hazelby hey. and Mardo, and Mark Duffield yeah, joins I'm, us. What? Well, guys, I'm not sure if Shep's told you, but after the grand final, we caught up. We had a few drinks and got to know each other. And Hayes was there. I'm, I love chatting. I had a chat to Hayes and Mardo last night. So anything I can I can do to help out the WA team. Yeah, I know I've just broken the record for the most amount of words, but I appreciate it. <laughs> good on you. You're a legend. There he is, Miles Fitzner, the magic man, Milo. Hear him on SEN track. Melbourne Cup Day. He's got it all covered. I, I don't know where we're going to put all those tips. We need about 14, bits of, 14 pages on our socials. But he is a tipping freak. And he's uh, right across it. And uh, he sounds excited because he knows his stuff. He's the best in the business. Let's get a break away. This is Shep and Goss for breakfast. Melbourne Cup Day. The race goes at midday. The first one goes at 7.45. And that man there, Miles Fitzner, is the best in the business.